You're listening to a CanadianMovieCrew.com production. Well, welcome back to the Know Your Audience Fantasy Draft. This is our mid-season, uh, mid-summer season uh, sort of look at uh, how the standings are going at this point. Uh, I'm Sean Taylor here with me, Mark. Hello, everybody. And, uh, well, we're about halfway through the summer. Uh, our cutoff point being on September 30th. If you go back and listen to the uh, uh, to our fantasy draft show, uh, we've picked seven movies each. And uh, we're sort of uh, seeing some of the results coming in. We're going to talk about those. We've also had some write-in votes. We'll talk about those and see how they picked their movies. Um, so thanks very much for, for participating in that. And hopefully you come back again for the winter uh, fantasy draft as well. Um, so, Mark, let's get right into this. Um, I'm winning currently. <laughs> yes, you are. But uh, not yeah, by well, much. Not by much. Only by about, uh, what, 56 points? Yeah, yeah. Now, just as a quick reminder, we started this uh, as of May the 8th. So movies like Logan... Fast and the Furious, Guardians, like some of the bigger movies. Uh, I'm sure I'm missing if you get out, yeah. uh, things like that. We were not eligible for our uh, for this version of the draft. So picking movies that were started after that, you had a big one at right out of the gate uh, yeah. in Wonder <laughs> yeah. Woman. Yeah. Yeah. Wonder Woman, big pick for you. Uh, 92% critic vote so far and 91 fan score. I think that can only go up from here. I mean, <laughs> well, you never know. Uh, well, you also had a big one too. You had Spider-Man Homecoming, which we just did a uh, review on. That one's ninety-three, ninety-one, uh, critic to uh, to viewer. So pretty um, even there at the top. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for you, uh, one that I didn't actually think was going to perform as well as it has uh, Captain Underpants. You have here. Uh, 85 with the critics, but 67 with the audience, which I'm, is kind of weird. Yeah, I'm really disappointed by that, actually. Um, what, I, I haven't seen that movie, did you, yet? No, I haven't seen it, no. Uh, I'm really kind of disappointed that the viewers um, didn't like it so much. I did talk to a woman at work uh, who saw it with her grandkids. She said, oh, it was cute. But it was kind of in that tone of, eh, the kids liked it. You know, so I, I was kind of like, ooh, that doesn't bode well for me yeah because the kids don't really go on to rotten tomatoes <laughs> no no they really don't and uh unfortunately cars three did not go the way i wanted it to either um uh, 68 75 um not i mean it's it, it's okay it, it's it's over 50 but i mean it wasn't the i was sort of expecting 80s on both sides at least for those yeah considering it's not cars two um, yeah, exactly. I, I, I got to agree with you there. I mean, granted, uh, in our review, uh, spoiler alert, I didn't give it that high a rating. But then again, I'm not the target dem demographics. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, your your car. I'll, I'll see you a Cars three and raise you a Baywatch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, twenty sixty four, which is a good thing I you have the audience score there. I couldn't believe that. Okay, the uh, you know what? To be honest, I was expecting the critic score to be to be low. Maybe not this low. And I was expecting the fan vote to be higher. Just I thought it was going to be a lot higher than this. I was <laughs> yeah. really banking on just that summer fun kind of. Yeah, maybe that whole never bet against the rock thing is uh, maybe that's I, just for us. <laughs> you know what uh, I mean? Yeah, yeah I, 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 I don't think I'm going to be able to hold to that anymore. Um, 
The only thing that's doing worse than that for me, kind of on the overall, is Rough Night. Now, Rough Night just came out, so it's, Rough Night. Well, you're having a rough night with Rough Night. I am having you. a rough night. Yeah, uh, the critics like it sort more than the fans do, forty-eight yeah. to thirty-eight. Yeah, that's but, still less than half on both. That's less than fresh for both. Yeah, that's not going to do me any favors here because I mean, even together they haven't reached the score that you have so far with Annabelle Two. <laughs> well, okay, but Annabelle Two is not out yet, and those are based on ten critics. Um, who really liked it, apparently. Who apparently really liked it, because it certainly, currently sits at 100. Now, it's Annabelle, so I I, I, I suspect that that will go down. Um, okay. kind of worried about that one. Um, the good thing for you is you still have War for the Planet of the Apes. That has only a critic score right now, as of this, as of this recording. Uh, probably will have changed by the time this gets uh, released. Um, it has a 92 uh, for critic score. So that's going to work in your favor. I think I, well, I'm, I'm really hoping the that the f- and my Annabelle is going to really cancel each other out, I think. Uh, I, I, yeah, I th- uh, that's my hope, kind of, just because the uh, uh, the last two have been he- very well rated, which you know, I said in my, in my pick that that's the reason I picked this one, was because the first two got great ratings, too. So it coming out of the gate of the 92 gives me hope that at least the fan or the audience vote will be just as good. Yeah. Uh, somewhere I'm looking like mid uh, mid 80s and up I'm hoping um, you know so that that's where I'm banking I mean you still have Dunkirk though that's that's going to be yeah I mean, but I also have Battle of the Sexes yeah and I guess the comedies aren't really doing so well for us so far I mean well at least well, not for me Battle of the Sexes isn't technically a comedy um, but I uh, Oh, that's right. Yes, I'm sorry. I was thinking of something else. I, I, I did kind of pick it because I thought that it would sort of be an underground movie and only the critics would really see it and anyone who wanted to see it will see it, thus funneling a higher viewer score. But mm, I'm okay. not even seeing any trailers for it right now. I don't think I've seen one yet. And and it's an Emma Stone movie. Yeah, it's Emma Stone and um, uh, Steve Carell. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> like those and, are Hollywood A-listers. Well, Emma Stone, yes. Uh Steve Carell made <laughs> Burt Wonderstone. So um Yeah, though this is uh, yeah, I'm kind of worried about that one. Dark Tower is now a question mark for me. It's weird how I'm looking back on this. Um Yeah. It is based on a book and the more trailers I've seen uh, the less I'm confident about it. Um, it's, it's getting still, a big, big push, though. It is getting a good push. Um, I just don't know. I think the critics' score may hurt me there. Oh, really? Yeah, and I was kind of... Hmm. I was really kind of banking on Cars 3 to be my buffer. Okay. And it's not providing the buffer that I thought it would. <laughs> um, so, uh, I, I'm looking at yours here. Um, like I said, War for the Planet of the Apes still has a viewer score to come out. Uh, I think that's going to work in your favor. You still yeah. have Kingsman, the Golden Circle. I think they did that in almost kind of the um, close to the Lord of the Rings type fashion where they filmed pretty much back to back. Like it doesn't look like there's much of a gap between at least the filming of the, of one and two. Oh, I think there was. I don't think they. I don't think they knew they were going to get a a second one until after. No, the no, but we're we're not looking at like a five plus year gap, so that's going to work in their favor, right? And the, yeah, people still remember 
you know how good the first one is so i think that's going to that that's going to be my uh my big catch up there i think between that and planet of the apes because atomic blonde's getting some good buzz 76 from the critics so far 76 from the critics and you have both uh james mcavoy and uh charlize theron in that movie the one i think that might be a good buffer for you is you picked Hit, uh, hitman's bodyguard uh, yes, which finally the trailers are out for that. Yep, we saw a trailer for that jury for Spider-Man. Um, yep. And I think with Samuel Jackson and Ryan Reynolds in it, both of those I think the audience really love. And I think critics really love too. Um, so I think that if the movie is sort of wishy-washy, I think you're more likely to get a higher score on the benefit of the doubt. Yes. On that one? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that So this is... Got, but it's got a lot of ground to make up for for Baywatch. <laughs> for Bay, Baywatch hurts yeah, you. Yeah, in Rough Night, yeah. Baywatch, I, I got to say, Baywatch hurts you. Uh, it, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure there was others on my list that probably I should have picked, but oh well, I went with my gut. Yeah. Um, well, this is I a learning have, experience for us. Oh, well, it's our first one, yeah. But but that's the, this is the fun of it, though. I'm actually enjoying, even even losing, I'm actually still having fun with this. So yeah. we come in now, uh, I have an aggregate score so far. Again, we're, not, we're nowhere near done, but aggregate yeah. uh, to- total so far, 522, uh, and you have 578 totals. So. Yeah. And it's, it's funny close. because we have, we have like equal number of movies that have no i've got one more movie that has a critic score than like the, like you have, yeah. we have the exact same number of viewer scores three and three and i have one two three four five, i have five critic scores and you have four so far yeah. and you're still beating me so <laughs> yeah but that doesn't necessarily mean anything at this point rough night hurt you too that's that's pretty low 48 38 yeah i and again I, these I'm, numbers could change too you well, never know one of them I'm going to keep an eye on because it's coming out. I believe it's out this weekend. Uh, is the house because that was my other. I went. I decided to go with a comedy. That's kind of already out. Uh, let me pull that up. Oh, please do. Yeah. While you're doing that, I'm going to go ahead and start with the first of our viewer, uh, viewer write-in votes. Yeah, we had some write-ins, and thank you yeah. for for doing some legwork on that. You got some people that you work with to sort of help us out on that. Yeah, I did. And so the first one is uh, is Chris V from Ottawa. Uh, he picked The Mummy, Wonder Woman, War for the Planet of the Apes, Kingsman, and It. Aside from The Mummy, I think that's a good pick. Uh, he's got a solid list here. Now, yeah. It is a bit of a controversial one. I remember that was it's, on your radar. Yeah, it was on my radar. It's kind of an up-in-the-air thing. Um yeah, that one has that that one has to just be a uh, let's just wait and see. Um but aside like the mummy, oh by the way, the house uh <clears throat> 1844. Whoa. Yeah, so you're probably better off with a rough night. Oh okay, barring picking something completely different. I did make the better of the two choices so far. Okay. Now let's see what the mummy's done. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, not good. 1541. Oh, Chris Betting, betting. Well, see, I, I but think if that, he's got Wonder Woman, um, he's got what'd you say? He had um, he's got War for the Planet uh, of the Apes, War for the Planet of the Apes, and uh, Kingsman, and Kingsman. So, so, so like already, uh, Wonder Woman's done some great numbers for him. 
Um, War for the Planet of the Apes, we already talked about that, and same with Kingsman. So it was the big question. Uh, you know what? I have a feeling, and, and I'll have to ask Chris when I see him again at work, uh, he probably had the same feeling about Tom Cruise that I did about The Rock, and that he's yeah. Cruise is good. Like like all the Mission Impossible movies and stuff like that, Like Cruise is good for some summer blockbuster fun. So that seemed like... The thinking there, uh, that would be my logic anyway, and the reason why I almost picked The Mummy. Uh, I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> uh, but now you have our next one. Yeah, from, um, obviously, if you listen to our show enough, uh, Nirvana uh, sent in uh, five of them. So he's picked Spider-Man Homecoming. That's a good oh, pick. Excellent pick. Uh, he's picked War for the Planet of the Apes. Again, good pick. Uh, yeah. Wonder Woman. Again, mm-hmm. going to be a high rating score there. And then he has two um, that are really going to have to be a wait and see. One is The Glass Castle. Oh. Uh, which is a movie with Brie Larson, uh, Woody Harrelson, Naomi Watts. Um, it's a period piece. And it's, it's basically a love story. Hmm. Um, I haven't seen a whole lot of it come out for that. But it, there's a there's a want to see rating on Rotten Tomatoes. And ninety and it's that ninety two percent. So that that could work to his favor. Oh, okay. Uh, wow. His, his fifth movie is Detroit, uh, which takes a look at the civil unrest during nineteen sixty seven, the civil rights movement mm. um, in the city of Detroit, which was huge. Uh, this comes from the maker of uh, the Hurt Locker and Zero Dark Thirty. So you're coming off some really impressive movies there. Oh yes, yes. Uh, was it uh, Kathleen? Oh, I forget her name. Uh, James Cameron's ex-wife. Yeah. Oh, Ka- Kathleen Bigelow. Kathleen Bigelow. Sorry. Catherine Bigelow. Yep. Catherine. Excuse me. Catherine Bigelow. I wanted to give her her own due. I didn't want to just call her James Cameron's wife. So. Plus, also starring uh, John Boyega. Oh wow! So, hey. Um, that's gonna work for him, and that one has a want to see rating of ninety-five percent. So. That's probably gonna be a good pick. We'll see how that turns out. Um, yeah. Well, uh, that's the thing. I mean. For a movie like that, very touchy subject, it's theirs to lose. I think they've got yeah, they got material. They, they have material with a lot of uh, and, for lack of a better term, and to be a little pretentious, gravitas. Yes. Um, but no, a very weighty, weighty topic. It basically, if they handle it right, it will do. You know, it's it's going to be a good movie. It it's will hit be, well with critics at the very least. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a real think piece and make you feel and stuff like that, right? So, but <laughs> all it takes for a movie with, with that kind of topic, like imagine if Schindler's List had done one thing wrong, it would have been a complete disaster, right? So I think this has kind of that sort of weight to it. and But the fact that it, it is coming out, the fact that it's gotten past all of its screenings and stuff like that, I think really bodes well for it, that it's going to be a, a, a real think piece, a real uh, heartfelt look at the, a really unfortunate time in in, uh, in history. So, And what's the third guy that wrote in? Okay, so we have uh, Lewis M. from Ottawa as well. Uh, like I said, this is um, you know people I know from work. In this case, it's a uh, someone like a person of a person that I know, you know, what I mean? like a right, like like I told them, they told the Lewis. So Lewis wrote in. He also has Detroit. Want to bring that up straight away because we okay. just talked about that. Yep, and he has one of yours. He has Dunkirk. Smart pick. Smart. Uh, yeah, I I mean, pff, 
period piece, Christopher Nolan, all the way around a great pick. Uh, he also picked Spider-Man and Wonder Woman. Oh, already, like, he's got two huge, like, he's he's probably leading the pack right now. I think those were some pretty easy picks. I think those so. Two. Well, Wonder Woman was uh, was not so much. Um, I think when they were able to write in, it might have been more so. But I think when you and I were picking, I actually, I will still say I got the safer bet in Spider-Man over Wonder Woman. But yours turn out to be... A safer bet, yes, I agree. Because DC, in their track record. But, you know, Wonder Woman blew us all away. That's great. And then finally, he also picked War for the Planet of the Apes. Wow, that seems to be the one to watch. It's tracking pretty well. It's on... Uh, so, I'm sorry, did did Nirvana have that one as well? Yes. Okay, so four of our lists have War for the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. And that's only because you well, and I did a more of so a draft. Good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, fantastic... Um, yeah, these are some fantastic. Thank you all for writing in. Certainly appreciate it. And again, this was just to kind of whet the appetite a little bit, keep you watching those Rotten Tomatoes scores, and uh, see how you're how you're tracking. Anyone else listening can track along with us too. And uh, but we will come back in September. Um, we're going to record uh, probably in early October with the yeah. results. But we uh, one of us <laughs> at least will be sure to. On September 30th, go to Rotten Tomatoes, grab all the scores, yeah. and we'll we'll report those to you shortly thereafter. So I also have some of the other big movies that came out that, you, that we could have picked. Uh, one came out this past weekend is The Big Sick, uh, starring uh, Kumail Nan- Nan- Nanjiani. Oh, yes. I'm actually going to see that this weekend. Well, Come apparently on. it would have been a good one because it's 97-97. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Um, I know- I'm going to blame my sister for that. <laughs> I don't know about you. I think you considered Despicable Me three as well. I did see it. Oh, did you? What'd you think? Uh, well, it, it was it was okay. It was a good entry into their their trilogy. But I mean, it's it doesn't do any better than the than the others. Uh, it does make up a little bit for the Minions movie, but uh, okay. Yeah, I think I think they're done. Well, to that, be honest, that kind of goes along with the sixty two sixty three ratings. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. Um. We both passed over Transformers, and it's a good thing we did. That one's got a fifteen fifty critics to oh. audience. Oh yeah, there was no doubt that I was not picking that. I'm sure it made money, but yeah. And uh, the one movie we reviewed last week that we could have picked, uh, Baby Driver, uh, oh. would have been a good one. Ninety six ninety. That is my biggest regret. Yeah, I, I mean, again. We challenged ourselves to kind of comb through what was coming, right? So yeah. now 2020, obviously, it pans out. But even even just after having seen the movie, I wished it was on my list. I didn't I didn't need to know the scores to know that it was going to be a, a good score. I was I really enjoyed that movie. So so yeah. So uh, looking at this halfway through, um, are there any takeaways that you're learning right now that maybe you'll carry through to the winter fantasy draft? Well, I think we something that we said uh, kind of in joke, but now it's kind of come to show in practice. Uh, death is easy. Comedy is hard. Yeah. Um, and so I might be I might be shying away from comedies yeah, in you, the next part of the season. You took three, almost four. Kingsman could be considered a comedy of four because you have Baywatch, Hitman's Bodyguard, and, and Rough, Rough Night. Night. Yeah. Um, I, well, Kingsman's a comic book movie. It it. 
it is based in that. It's it's. I'm putting it. In it kind is, of, but it isn't at the same time. Yeah, they they do well. They do a great job of bringing the comedy in it. So I, I see what you're saying, though. Um, I'd say other takeaways. I mean, you got to know your franchises, obviously. Like, because we could have easily picked Transformers because it's a big franchise movie, but we know our franchise and know that that hasn't done well. So yeah, exactly. we were both wise to stay away from it. Um, and and I think, uh, I think. Hollywood in general, in general, this is a huge generalization, starting to get better at sequels. I mean, and I'm using War of the Planet of the Apes as an example of that because the scores are ramping upward yeah. and trending upward, Yeah, which normally doesn't happen when you get first, then sequel, then sequel. So, and um, the one thing I'm learning here is it's and – and it's hard to do. But picking with your heart, mm. uh, like we said earlier with Baywatch, I bet for you that was a heart pick. Uh, well, I mean, I was trying to. It was a bit of both. I won't. I won't yeah. lie. I mean, yeah. part of it was that yeah, The Rock is so dependable. Uh, movies like like uh, you know the life he brought to GI Joe and the Fast and the Furious. A Central Intelligence was great. I mean, yeah. So I didn't think it was that much of a hard pick, but maybe it was. Well, does this affect your uh, willingness to pick uh, Jumanji high on your list? I say I saw a trailer for that, and this is the exact same I was thinking of, and I was like, oh, I don't... <laughs> you know, like because it's got Jack Black in it, it's got Kevin Hart and The Rock back together. That gives me hope. Yeah. But I think that would certainly be like a seventh round pick if it's available. Like that, something like that would maybe go in the rough night slot, but I probably wouldn't back it with as many other comedies, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be interesting because this is, yeah, I kind of went artsy fartsy on mine. Uh, you have a I nice tried blend. To be, I tried to be the snob and go with some, <laughs> you know, Academy Award winner nominations, you know, Dunkirk, your Battle of the Sexes, but yeah. Um, yeah. But then you hit a solid, like, <laughs> Wonder Woman. Like, uh, Well, you know. I got to pick, yeah, I was lucky you didn't take that first. You you took uh, Spider-Man Homecoming and left me with Wonder Woman. Um, yeah, I was kind of hoping you'd forget about that, so I can get yeah, a vote. Yeah, I was going to forget about Wonder Woman. <laughs> I was coming up the week after we recorded this, so I wasn't going to forget about it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's interesting, um, the way that some of these movies went. I really expected Cars 3 to go higher. Um, but then once I heard your, uh, review of it, I was like, oh, well, I hope you're one of the few that think that way. And it turns out, man, maybe you weren't. I'm not alone. I think the critics agree with me on the ageism and stuff like that. Maybe, maybe, uh, really just, I took a chance on Captain Un Underpants, uh, the critics that not didn't too do bad. too bad for you. That was yeah, like was, 85 from the critics for an animated movie. I, like, was, I was actually expecting sort of a, a, a reverse. I was expecting the critics critics to be lower and the viewers to be higher. Uh, I can't argue with that. Absolutely. So, and I'm really worried about that Annabelle dropping from 100%. Right. Once more critics get a once chance more to see critics it and weigh once in. Once the viewers and... get to see it. And the bad thing about Battle of the Sexes is it doesn't come out until September 22. Oh. So it's, well, it's only going to have a week 
before we cut out before we cut off the scores, right? So uh, true. But I mean, that could work in my favor if it's a really, really good movie. All of the good stuff's going to hit really quick. All, well, yeah, all of your good critic scores are going to hit first. Yeah. Now, right? unfortunately, if it's not a good movie, that's going to hit first. It's going to be your last minute Baywatch. Yeah, yeah and it's not going to be able to sort of even out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's gonna that's where I'm kind of worried about. Yeah, I I'm taking a couple of things here. One, obviously, you want to kind of go with the the best um, the best uh, average or the best. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? The best uh, sort of outlook. You know, like Wonder Woman, safe pick. Dunkirk, pretty still pretty confident in that. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man was a good pick. War for the Planet of the Apes is a good one. Um, those are pretty much guarantees. It's when you start getting into the lower ones. That's where you really just have to, do I want to go defense or offense? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I'm going to say, you know, don't pick with your heart. If I can offer anything. And, and you can bet against the rock. Apparently, and you can't bet against the rock, and I'm going to take take a deeper look because I didn't even think about Detroit. I didn't know about this uh, the glass house, so you know maybe those will be the surprise ones. We didn't even t- we didn't even look at Baby Driver, that wasn't even on the radar. I know, and then all of a sudden I, I was seeing ads for it everywhere. Yeah, and after I, we did this, I was like, oh, and had I, I known can't. it was Edgar Wright, I would have at least made it a part of the conversation. Absolutely. Yeah, you know we didn't even mean? talk about it. So, yeah, it, this is really interesting. Um, I mean, looking forward, of course, you have the Star Wars, you have Thor, you have Justice League. Um, it's going to be harder to pick because some of the good movies start to come out in February now. Yeah, it's not so much a movie bomb season. Yeah, Uh yeah, and it's it's going to be interesting to to see how far out we can get those movies, like the previews for those movies, you know, what I mean? or the announcements for those movies. Yeah, because you're hitting Oscar season in the winter, uh, and that's going to be sort of a. I have to talk to Midcard Mo because he's big on the Oscars. He tries to see as many Oscar contenders, Best Picture nominees, as he can before the Oscars come out. Well, I want him to play. Well, I yeah, I know. I'm gonna see if I can sneak in and try to pick his brain before he does. Oh, <laughs> get some uh, sleepers. Maybe get some background information that maybe I'm not. It's not coming up on my radar. So, all right. Well, uh, how confident do you feel going in? Uh, uh, not as confident as I was when we first recorded. So, (laughs) but you know what? That's okay. This has been such a great, uh, experiment. Um, something I, even though we're halfway through, I definitely can't wait to do this again. I feel like I also have to redeem myself somehow. So, yeah. but you know what? But, but Hey, it's not over yet. We're only midway through. So like, like I said, there's some interesting stuff ahead for both of us. So we'll see if this keeps up or if, if there's some dramatic swing, I don't know. And I'd really like to see how this sort of plays out uh, if Tex gets in on it. Yes. You know, because then we'll have to pick, you know, we'll have to wait two uh, picks in order to pick again. You know what I mean? That's right. Yeah. So, like, if you don't get top pick and say you get third pick again, you're probably not going to get Star Wars. 
Oh, that'll break my heart. <laughs> I know, but if you'll have to account for that, right? So yeah, because I guarantee you, if I get to pick before you, I'm taking Star Wars. I know, and so would she, just to spite me, even though she doesn't <laughs> like it. <laughs> you know, and uh, you know, I just got to draw. I, I got to get lucky on that draw. That's all I'm saying. I got to get. Well, I think you're gonna you're you're gonna get those three, right? You're gonna the split's gonna come in those three: Star Wars, Thor, and Justice League. Yeah. And then it's going to come into and, whatever comes out after that. And and I'll be honest, you name them in the order that I would want to pick them. Star Wars, Thor, Justice League. I, at this point, I'm willing to pick Justice League before Thor. Mm, I, 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 I you know, after Wonder Woman, you're right. Yeah. I mean, Wonder Woman did so well. And, you know, uh, I'm not a big fan of the two previous Thor movies. Now this one's got Hulk. So, Yay! I mean, that, that, that could work, but. The trailer doesn't exactly fill me with a lot of promise for that one. It's very comedic, which mm-hmm. is a different way to go. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that you know, because Thor, the two movies prior have not been very comedic, right? And so now they're seeing. Well, maybe we should make this a little closer to Guardians than. Yeah, maybe closer than, to Ant Man. You know what I mean? Yeah, closer to Ant Man, closer to Guardians than instead of Captain America or Iron Man, which yeah has yeah yeah. Uh, I, I was going to try and institute the rule that, that said, well, you got first pick last time, ergo, I should get first pick. <laughs> well, I was going to say introduce the rule of whoever wins gets the first pick. It'd be Oh, no, I think, no, no, we <laughs> should do NHL, NHL rules. Whoever loses gets first pick of the next draft. Oh, I, see, that's, I see, yeah, you win. That's NHL that, rules. We're Canadians. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. That's a good argument, actually. Yeah, yeah. We'll That's in, in sports, we'll the winning see. the you win the Super Bowl, you don't get the first pick. Now, if we're going by that, I mean, if Tex comes in, she's the expansion. Oh, then expansion gets first pick. She automatically gets gets, gets first pick. So, there, yeah, okay, well, <laughs> I guess we'll see. She'll be the Las Vegas Knights <laughs> in this situation. <laughs> but this is interesting. So, yeah, I'm. I, I, I this is a very good experiment. Uh, I hope that some of you are playing along at home and maybe taking uh, consideration into joining us for the winter one. Uh, we'll be re- like, like you said, we'll, we'll be recording that shortly after September thirtieth, and uh, yeah, we'll see how that plays out. Well, what we'll probably do again uh, is what we did this time is that we'll have our September show, our September thirtieth show, and we'll have to have our picks by then. Yes. But we might give a little bit of leeway for the write-in votes, get you time to research, organize. We also want to push it again once more time uh, with one other show. So, yeah. I mean, if you ha- if you have your, your picks ready to go by September 30th, send them in, by all means. We, you know, for uh, – and what what was the cutoff date we said? <laughs> We're going right to the Oscars, right? To the, uh, the night of the Oscars? Uh, well, it would have been six months from September 30th, or from October 1st, so whatever that is. So you got October, November, December, January, February, March, so March 31st. Yeah, which basically... Which would be the Oscar season, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of how we want to do it. We want summer season, Oscar season. Yeah. And the winter kind of gets absorbed into both of those. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, well, final thoughts, Mark? Uh, I can't wait for the for the rest of these movies to come out. Some of them are very soon, and uh, um, I may have to go on and maybe vote 
about Rough Night <laughs> <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> no, we said you can't do that. I know, I know, I can't do it. Uh, no, no, I, uh, win, lose, or draw. This is a this is a lot of fun. So it is fun. I yeah, like I'm having a, a good time. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, this is uh, looking. Uh, I I think it's still too close to call. I don't think there's any runaway here. Not yet. Yeah, I've got some questionables, and you've got some ones that I think are questionable on the good side. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. So, well, thanks for coming out and us uh, and doing this with me here. This is interesting. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having this great idea. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys. Uh, I guess in uh, early October, and we'll see who wins. Stay tuned. Best of luck. <laughs>